What is Spiggity Fresh, my listeners? It's your boy, Edwin Kruger, coming back at you with another episode of the Kruger Dissection. And today, I am with two very special guests. And these two guests, you know them, you love them. They are from the Bubble Club podcast, and they are Kaiser and Harley. Say what's up, guys. What's up? It's Kaiser, but what's up? Fuck. What's up, guys? Kaiser, it's, it's Kaiser and Harley, guys. Say what's up. What's up? You pronounced my name wrong. It's Kaiser. Kaiser, Kaiser. Okay, I got it. I yeah. got it. Uh, how are you guys doing? Doing pretty well. Pretty good. Pretty good. I know you guys both have individual careers. Uh, why don't you tell the audience about what each of you do besides Boba Club? So basically, I'm a YouTuber, and my channel is called Cool Kaiser. And not like one of the most popular videos on my channel is like this has like 6.8 million views and it's called you're welcome but every time maui says you're welcome it switches languages yeah that got pretty big and we go to harley um i don't do too much i'm looking into cybersecurity. uh i've already started part of my career with uh the cybersecurity program at west tech um it's really about it and then do you do any sort of other content creation, such as, you know, platforms where you could, um, I don't know, maybe play games and do it live? Oh, okay, yes. I do indeed stream on Twitch.tv. Um, I haven't been streaming too often because of just personal life. Uh, I actually just recently got hired for a company called Code Ninjas. Um, it's just some place to help kids with coding. But I haven't been streaming too often, but I do stream a bunch of games. Osu, CSGO, Rainbow Six Siege. Epic, epic. So I'm going to ask you guys some questions about your careers individually and some questions about Boba Club. How does that sound? Pretty good. That's good. Cool. So, uh, as we all know, we all technically go to school together, but how did you guys, how did you two, like, meet? I was with a friend one day, and we had the bright idea to print out a couple pictures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Shadow the Hedgehog, and a little, like, chick plush. And we printed them onto a piece of paper, and they had captions. The Shadow the Hedgehog said, nice PP. The Sonic the Hedgehog said, hey bro, strong stream. I don't remember what the chick said, but he, I then posted it onto Instagram, and Kazer DM'd me and was like, oh, I saw that you posted that. That's pretty cool. And then we just started talking after that. Yeah, you guys kind of got it from me. I did like the Shadow the Hedgehog thing like a week before you did it, and I put it in the boys' bathroom. And it's, instead of saying nice pee pee, it said these nuts. And I showed Michael, and then I think you saw it. Yeah, yeah. I walked into the bathroom one day and saw it. And I kind of knew you through Tristan, but we don't talk about that name. Uh, it's funny you guys mentioned the whole Shadow the Hedgehog thing because I actually saw, <laughs> I actually came across that in the boys' bathroom. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Should we talk about how we met the other members of Boba Club? Oh yeah, of course. Go for it. So like you know, like the other members, of course, there's me and Harley, but then there's also Matthew, Soham, Jack, Martin, Alex. Actually, who else is it? Those 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 five. Two more. Uh, I'm actually kind of forgetting who else is in it. Oh yeah, and then there's Zach and Alex. They're part of it too. And then Tristan used to be part of it, but like you know the story. You might have a new co-host. His name's Tamari. He hasn't had his first episode yet, but he's coming soon. Like I kind of met Matthew through this in sixth grade through this kid named Michael, and I met Soham in seventh grade in our ELA class. Martin and Jack were always friends in middle school, but they went to a different middle school. Hey, Harley, do you know uh, Zach and Alex in middle school? I do not. I went to a completely different middle school that basically no one else went to. So like, and then like in ninth grade in the school we go to now, uh, me and Soham met Jack. And like, we all have different stories of how we met each other. Like me and Soham met Jack and Zach in our digital media class. And then I met Martin through Jack. And then Matthew met Jack through like a different class. And then I knew Alex in middle school. I mean, not in middle school, in ninth grade, in our robotics class. And I basically met everyone from uh, Bubba Club by Kaiser. I didn't really talk to many people except for Zach and Alex. But then again, it was very, very, like, not very often. Um, we would say hi in the halls, and that was about it. Uh, we had a couple classes together. We'd talk a little bit, and that was it. And once I started to come to Boba Club, it st- it stayed somewhat the same, but I've got to know everyone more. Didn't you know Matthew and uh, Soham earlier than that? Like, didn't you have a class with at least both of them? Um, Soham, I think I had one class with. Uh, Matthew, I never had a class with. Yeah. Yeah, Martin and Jack said, like, they've never met you. And then Tamar, he said, like, they, they, he's never met you as well. Yeah, I don't have very many classes with anyone because uh, I have I have one elective, and that elective I didn't even choose. Um, I just take so advanced classes that it just my schedule just gets filled. So, with you guys like all kind of knowing each other for a while, except Harley, who kind of you know joined the party late. How did Boba Club, you know, like come to form? How did, you know, this big group of friends just decide, hey, let's do a podcast? It was actually Matthew's idea to start the podcast. Because, like, I was looking through my photo gallery and, like, I saw, like, me, Jack, Soham, and Matthew, like, because we started this thing at school called the Anime Club. Yeah, disgusting, right? And then, like, we would, like, after that, we would hang out at the local grocery store. Am I allowed to say it? Because, like, there's a lot of them, but it's only exclusive to this area. I mean, you can really say whatever you want, but you know, if you don't want to incriminate yourself, uh, please don't, because I don't want to get involved. Uh, I would say it's the local grocery store, and then like I was like looking through a video because like I just filmed them randomly, and there was like a part where Matthew says, "Should we start a podcast?" And that was make that made me think, "Huh, what what if we started a podcast?" And I started watching podcasts, you know, like Lunch Club, The Misfits, Offline TV, those guys, and then we were like. Let's start a podcast. Originally, it was going to be me, Soham, Jack, Martin, and Matthew, and also Tamari, but he hasn't had an episode yet. And then, and then I just invited Zach along. And then Alex, Harley, and Tristan wanted to join in. So it was like, 
Why not? I didn't really, uh, didn't really know about it until KZ actually uh, introduced me to it. He was like, hey, you want to join the podcast? And I'm like, oh, sure. And now I'm here. Yeah, but kind of before that, like we called our friend group the guys. Like Book Club Podcast was really called the guys podcast. There was like 10 other podcasts called the guys podcast. We're like, yeah, we have to change the name. We have to change the name again because like Book Club Podcast sounds a bit generic. Also sounds like a direct ripoff of Lunch Club, but... And there's Breakfast Club, so it was like, why not? The Lunch Club. Wait, no, fuck. <laughs> the Brunch Club. Brunch Club. Brunch Club. I'd do it. So with, like, starting a podcast, you know, by yourself, are you guys, like, running everything behind the scenes, or how does that all work? So basically, like, we had different roles. Like, I was, like, the video editor and, like, the one who uploaded on YouTube. And Harley was Harley and Tristan were like the screen recorders, and of course I'm the host. Everyone else is my co-hosts, and then we also have the special guests like you, and like another one we're having this week, Michael Levine. He's pretty cool. He plays Smash Bros. When ask him about that, and how would you say like having a podcast has you know like affected your life? Because you know running a podcast, it's something that takes a lot of time and effort into doing, and not even just like recording and you know talking like. Like you said, you need to edit the episodes and then upload them. And it's just, how does that really like affect your daily life? It doesn't really affect me too much. Like each podcast takes like around three, four hours to edit. And then there's also like creating the thumbnails and stuff like that. And then just uploading it to places. So it's just not too much work. So it's like not too big of a hassle. Would you say having a team helps you with the workload or do you still feel like it would be the same if you did it solo or you had a team. Because, um, for example, me personally with my podcast, I do every little thing all by myself. And sometimes it becomes a lot for me to handle all at one time, which is why you know I space episodes out two weeks because it gives me more than enough time to do everything and to do it with such quality. Mm-hmm. I think like working with a team is like, really good because like, because it kind of works better because like we have nine members and like we just it's better to like just switch i don't think like our viewers want to see like the same faces over and over again or like me and like the other co-hosts just want to like keep us showing up in episodes constantly i think we kind of want some breaks but like editing that might i might give someone else that job as well like as like a side job like i do the editing one time another person does the other and then like screen recording i switch between me and harley harley how does it feel to you know be a new a new person when it comes to podcasting um it actually it feels like i actually have something to do uh i don't really talk to many people at school and especially this school year uh, i had to uh, drop a lot and i mean a lot of people um one of my closest friends actually uh i'll talk about him his name is tristan uh he he was probably my longest friend, and we've been friends since seventh grade. It's not that long, but um, we've been friends for, or he's been my longest friend, and I was really close to him. And so um, he did a couple things that I didn't like. I did a couple things that he didn't like, and so we eventually just stopped talking um he went through a breakup 
and I tried to do everything in my power to make sure he was okay and doing all right because he he had some thoughts and I was always there right next to him making sure he was okay. Every day I would uh, DM him, ask if he was if he was doing all right, and I would basically get the same answer over and over, which was yeah, that was it. He didn't really want to talk at all. For me, like my relationship with Tristan, I was like Tristan, like yeah, he's a good friend. We have the same interests. I really thought he would do what he did because like what he did was like in a group chat, some kid roasted him over being in the podcast and also being nerds. You know, we got like a bunch of insults and like Tristan. Just like made some hypocritical claims, and he also made us look bad. He gave some really low blows. One of them being like, and this like, it's like the situation affected Soham the most. And like he called he called uh, Soham a beta cuck, which is basically like the lowest form of human being. Like Soham got really pissed off at that, and like everyone else who was like involved, I all told them eventually, and like they just don't want to talk to him. And for clarification, this was. This is the same incident that you mentioned earlier when you said, when you were talking about Tristan leaving the podcast, you mentioned, quote, like, something along the lines of, you know that story. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So obviously, you guys are taking the podcast seriously enough, and, you know, you want to make something out of it to the point where if you feel like someone's sabotaging any potential, you don't want to work with them. Yeah, kind of like that, like... It's not just like the podcast, like it was just the fact that like, he was just taking really low blows at all of us and me and my like me and my friends. Like the podcast isn't like really affecting me, like him insulting it, because like I'm fine with anyone insulting it. It's just criticism at this point. One thing I have a problem with is his like dislikes trolling. Cause like I figured out that him and his friends or just other accounts are just like disliking all the videos of the podcast, which is like bruh. If you if you feel uncomfortable, we can move on. So with the most recent episode being out, coming out, when was it, like a week ago, question mark? Probably like a week ago, yeah. And a new episode coming out soon. Uh, approximately how long have you guys been doing the podcast for? Basically a month. And within that month, you guys have gotten over 500 views altogether with three episodes on YouTube alone. Yep. How does that feel for you guys, knowing that like that many people are interested in what you do? I was honestly surprised. I thought like our first video would get like around like what, 30 views, 50 views. I don't expect like, like the first episode to get like 200. It's at a point like some of my friends who like I haven't talked to in a while because of quarantine. They're like, yeah, I saw the podcast. Well, seeing that uh, 500 total views over three uh, videos in a month, uh, to me, that's that's insane because one if you actually use that in a good way we can become so much it has so much potential because entertainment is such a huge career and everyone just loves how entertainment can vary through so many different things there's movies online and like informational movies or documentaries online that people can watch and or there's just normal anime and the way that so many people depend on entertainment in their daily lives shows so much potential for just an ordinary podcast 
especially with podcasts recently becoming uh, more and more popular, you know, like mainstream and stuff. Because just recently, like Joe Rogan signed a $100 million deal with Spotify. Yeah, I saw and that. That's crazy. It just shows that, you know, like big name companies are starting to take notice of this new form of entertainment that people enjoy and they're willing to help support that. I agree. Spotify, I know, has been promoting podcasts so, so much. They have been putting it in ads everywhere. And if we can get big enough to get on Spotify and have us advertised, imagine... You are on Spotify. Wait, what? You are on Spotify. You didn't well, see the if, if No, no, no. If we get, like, advertised for Spotify and if they start advertising to other people that will certainly take off because if you look how how many people use Spotify it is insane it's just a music app that millions if not a billion people use and if 1% of that billion were to check out our podcast that would be one million people right did i do the math right or no hold up wait a little let me fact check that real quick no 10 million people that would be 10 million people people would it be 10 million yeah Uh take that math i do have a calculator with me every day of my life Throwing shade at a teacher that shall remain unnamed because I don't want to get expelled. Ayo. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> anyone who knows us definitely knows who we're talking about. Yeah. Any any West any West Tech kid, uh, especially like like recent freshman math teachers, they they know who we all know. Add geometry like a different teacher, but but I heard their experiences. So school basically, you know, being like all of our like um, full time jobs, so to speak, since that's our main focus right now. On the side, as mentioned earlier, uh, Kaiser, you do YouTube and Harley, you do Twitch. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think I want to start with uh, Kaiser on this one. Uh, Kaiser, tell me your experience with YouTube and how that all started and how you managed to get a video with 6 million views. Wait, I actually think like 6.9. 6.9 last time I checked was like 6.8. Surprised some people are still watching it. But it's kind of going to be like a long story if I explain my YouTube story. Like, here we go. All right, so basically, in like 2015, which is like fifth grade, like I was, that was recently when I moved from Michigan to Las Vegas. Like when my friends in Michigan started YouTube channels, I was like, I guess I'll start one. I started with a gaming because like that was the era of like Markiplier, Jacksepticeye. Like I didn't really have like Five Nights at Freddy's or Minecraft at the time. So I had to start with like online games like Club Penguin, Roblox, and Animal Jam. And later on, yeah, later on, I actually got a capture card and like I played uh, some PS3 games. But like the problem with my YouTube videos, they weren't actually doing too well. Like it was bad quality, me being a fifth grade kid. I had like a really high pitched voice, and it would take me seriously. And you know, like my com- the computer I use is pretty bad. It was like, like all the gameplay was laggy, and like that was when I was like, yeah, I don't know if I should keep going. 
But then, like, you saw, like, in my in some of my later videos, like, you know, I'm talking about the channel. I'm not talking about my main channel, Cooler, Cool Kazer. I'm talking about my second channel, Cooler Kazer. It used to be called a channel called Flaming Sword 27, like, basic Minecraft username. Like, later on, you, could, you would notice, like, I discovered the talent of video editing. And I was like, I should make a second channel for this. And that was, like, the creation of Cool Kazer. I was like, and, like, that was, like, the phase from, like, YouTube going from, like, the standard let's plays to like the more meme era like you know filthy frank max mofo idubs dolan dark keemstar leafy and like a popular video at the time was like the the you're welcome but every time he says well, you're welcome or we're number one but every time he says we're number one so i started off with uh shiny from because like the time at the time of that like moana just came out or like yeah i'm gonna edit the music video of shiny and then like every time he says shiny he's gonna switch languages because like i'm also I've always been fascinated with foreign languages, specifically like Asian ones, like, and a bit some European ones, like Japanese and German. I was like, yeah, let's make them switch languages. And then like the shiny, the shiny one, I noticed like I was actually doing really well. Like it got like what, one thousand views in a week. I was like, whoa, I should keep doing this. And I did that another time with the "You're Welcome" video. And like obviously, you know, like the first week was like one thousand views, and it's like. Wow, really? And then, like a few weeks later, it got like one million. Like all my friends were talking to me about it, and then, and then, like a year later, it got like that was like when I was at three million views. Like a bunch of kids. When I said, uh, "Did he just cut out for you too?" Yeah, he cut out. <laughs> he cut out. Case okay, so cut out. Yeah, yeah, you got, out. You could... yeah. It was like like when kids would ask me if I run a channel called Cool Kazer. No, like my channel is that big to the point where kids I don't even know could recognize me. And then like later on, it got more and more popular. I couldn't keep doing the same thing over and over again. So I tried other things. You saw like I made 3D animations. And then, of course, I made the Megalovanian Rhapsody, which is like the sand undertale over the Bohemian Rhapsody. And then I made a few other videos after that. And then like I took a big break off YouTube. Like my mom. Last video was the Etika video because like that really like that really hit me when Etika died. I said decided to make a tribute. It's like he was basically my idol, and that was like my last video for like a while. And then, like a few like almost a year later, I decided to upload again because like I'm slowly getting back into uploading on YouTube because I realized like after watching like some YouTubers like Jay Schlatt and Tumad, I was like, yeah, these people are getting a lot of fans doing the things they love. Problem is with me having ten thousand subscribers, my videos aren't doing that well anymore, like as they used to be. Like my most recent video only has like one hundred sixty views, and like, like YouTube's supposed to be like 15 percent of your videos are seen by your subscribers. Like, I mean, I mean, ten fifteen percent of your subscribers see your videos. I was like, yeah, I need to do something more. So I'm like, I'm planning some really big projects, and I'm hoping get a lot of views. And yeah, it's kind of like my YouTube story. And of course, Film Club Podcast exists. And then with your, you know, uh, videos that change language every time a certain phrase is said, did you get demonetized for using oh, absolutely. <laughs> straight up like, content make... from a movie? Yeah, because like, I have like, like, each of those have like seven con- copyright claims. And like, I can't get, ad- I can't even do this YouTube partner program because like, I'm using, I'm reusing content. So like, if I get up to like, well, like 100,000 views, I'll be like, yeah, those videos were good. I'll just privatize them. So like, 
I can have like a good amount of views. Like, like everyone knows me from the, the Moana videos. And then you were also talking about starting, you had a gaming channel and you had a capture card. Was it an Elgato? Yeah, it was the Elgato, but like at the time, there was like the, it's an outdated version. Like if you're trying to get a capture card, don't get that version. But it's called like the Game Capture HD. That was before like it had this hardware, like the HD60. Like, yeah, I played like, some PS3 games and like my Wii U games. Wii U? Yeah, I played like, I, yeah, I played like Splatoon and Mario Maker. Those two games, mainly. Was the Wii U really as bad as people made it seem? Kinda, because like, if you play something like Black Ops on the Wii U, yeah, it's not going to be good, but like, there are a few really good games like Smash Bros. 4, Bayonetta 2, and like Mario Maker, and those were all like masterpieces. Let's get some pogs in the chat because now I want to transition to Harley and how he started his Twitch streaming career. Um, well... The way it all started was, um, it was actually Yosu, um, someone that I knew, uh, he was a junior, uh, he introduced me to Osu one day while we were playing League of Legends, and we were just in, the, in a uh, voice chat, and all you would hear was his keyboard go. And we would all be like weirded out, like, what are you doing? Like, why, why are you tapping or why are you typing? Like, while we were in a game. And he wouldn't type anything in the chat. So we were all wondering what the tapping was. And so um, someone asked him, and that he said it was Osu. So it was me, him, and his girlfriend at the time. We or I downloaded Osu, they already had it, um, and he introduced me to it. I first started with just mouse, um, I got more comfortable with using my keyboard, and uh, I used mouse and keyboard up until he got me a drawing tablet. It was a XP Pen Star 640, I believe. I don't remember, I don't have the box, but I have been using the tablet ever since, and it is such a great tablet. Um, but the problem with tablets for me is that I am a drag player, so the pen is always dragging on the tablet. And if you were to look at my tablet, you could actually see the small inch-by-inch inch play area on the tablet. Um, after Osu, I started to get more into CS:GO. Um, I I've had CS:GO before Danger Zone. I just never played it. I I didn't think it was very fun without friends. And so it's actually Cressley again who uh, got me back into CS:GO. At first, we would only play a couple games in during the week, and I branched off of it for a little while, um, but recently got back into it. And so I started getting more into CSGO because of my aim. Uh, I got better and better with the op, which is just a, a one-shot sniper. Um, and I 
got more into CSGO after that. I started getting into skins, case openings, streams. Um, I, w I am actually going to make $40 tomorrow, and I was planning to stream me opening a bunch of Operation Breakout cases. Do you have a knife gambling addiction? Yes. At least you admit it. It kind of ties into this other story I have. Mind if I tell it, Edwin? Go ahead. It's basically like, of course, you know, me, Tamari, Soham, Jack, we were all friends, but he had this other friend. I won't say his name, but like, if you know, but everyone who knows who I'm talking about, he was kind of like the definition of like the weird kid in school, but like, it didn't really bother me because like I knew a bunch of people like that and kind of like, we are kind of like that. And like, he was like the secretary of anime club. But there was, like, one big problem besides him being, like, weird and annoying. He was perverted. Like, are you familiar with the thing Ahiago? Or Ahiago? Oh, yeah. God. So, basically, he told one of the female club members to do that face. I was like, why would you do that? Like, it's basically was this, uh, Is this who I think it is? Or am I, am I thinking of the wrong person? It might be, because, like, Tristan knows him, and so does his ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay, okay. It's not Tristan. It's not Tristan, no, he doesn't do that. Like, he did that, and then we're like, get out, like, you're out of the club. We don't want you in. So, like, and then, like, because, like, the club was, like, starting to slowly rise up. Like, we started getting a lot of members, surprisingly, because, like, I made an Instagram account, and, like, everyone started following it, like, the anime club. So, it was, like, Presley joined and said, I found out he was pretty cool. I was like, yeah, you're secretary now. I was like, yeah. Presley is a is he's actually really cool. Um, I didn't really talk to him very much. Um, Presley and Cressley are twins. Um, <clears throat> Cressley kind of he got my nerves a little bit. Um, he he just completely just blew a lot of things away from me, and it sucked because I thought. We were good friends, and I didn't think he was like that kind of person. And when I found out he was, I completely ended it. I wanted no communication with him whatsoever. There's actually someone I planned on having on the podcast because like, he's a SoundCloud rapper. He's like one of the only people I know who genuinely stands K-pop. So besides some questionably um, perverted and sexual harassment things going on inside Anime Club, how was that experience? Because I can tell you from experience, uh, some kids made fun of it. It was terrible. Was it really? You know, because like, like it was like really, it was really problematic, like running it. Because like, because besides that kid, like there was a, a couple of people who got on my nerves. One of the things was like. One of the two kids actually in the club, Beef Soham, was the vice president at the time. And then, like, you know, another thing is, like, since anime, like, anime fans have like, a really bad reputation, especially because of, like, Intel Reddit neckbeards. It was like, and you see, like, a, a whole group of people, like, because, like, like the, the club room was right next to the pre cal well, not the pre cal room, the, the Algebra 2 room. And you just see, like, a bunch of kids just walk from there, just walk next to it. So you, like, uh, are you guys watching hentai? Like, it got really annoying, and like, I just left the club. Like, I gave my president role to Soham, and like we started getting less and less members. But it did surprisingly well. But it was just way too much work for a club just dedicated to watching anime. What anime would you guys watch? 
Uh, we stick to- stuck towards more like the more popular ones, like you know, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Yu Show, Hunter Hunter, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, it's like basically anything more mainstream. But he did like a bit more obscure ones that like that are just really good, like Steins Gate and Erased. It's kind of like how we we all got closer. Me, Jack, Soham, Martin, Matthew, Tamari, that club. That's sick. So you know, we talked about Kaiser, the YouTuber, the Anime Club ex president, host of Bubble Club podcast, and we talked about Harley, the Twitch streamer and boba club podcast co-host but i want to know like what do you guys do outside of like creative creating content and just like doing school like what do you guys like to do for fun that's just like a hobby of yours i'll start uh of course there's me watching anime playing video games those kinds like of course like all people have to do i do a sport i do right now i haven't done it in a while because you know, quarantine happened, but it's going to open up soon. I did Muay Thai and boxing. If you don't know what Muay Thai is, like Thai boxing and basically it's like boxing, but there's also like kicks, knees, elbows, those involved. I've done multiple martial arts before that, like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Karate, Krav Maga. Like now I'm just sticking to Muay Thai. Personally, with outside personal hobbies, um, I'm really into BMX riding. Uh, I love BMX because of a famous YouTuber I used to watch, um, or I still watch him today. Um, but he really inspired me to just be myself. His name is Scotty Cranmer. Uh, he was one of the best in the world, and I believe he's a nine times um, X Games medalist. But he got into a life-threatening crash in 2016 and it actually happened here in las vegas um and it it really pushed me to get better on a bmx bike and just be myself do what i want to do um another hobby would be archery um i started archery because of my sister she used to read a book the hunger games no 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 no. damn it i forget what it was it was Cat the Hunger Games. No, uh, it was it was something on Cat Warriors or something. Yeah, Warrior um, Cats. I know. Yeah, Warrior movie. Cats. Yeah. So she watched Warrior Cats, and she, uh, one of the characters was named Genesis, and so she, I guess she looked up what it meant and found out that it was actually a bow company, and so we started to go to this range in our in chinatown uh it was called pacific archery and that's where it all really began um i got my first bow there it was a genesis bow uh, and i used that for i want to say four four five no five years i used it for five years and just recently um, got a new bow um, at the end of summer. Um, I actually don't remember what it was called, but um, it's a little bit more tricked out and more professional. I now shoot um, for a range called Impact Archery, 
I shot at um, the Vegas shoot, which is a worldwide event. People from everywhere come to Vegas to shoot there. Um, it has world best uh, ranges. So you'll see a bunch of just great archers just destroying the targets. Um, and many, so many of them hit 900s, 990x scores, which is an absolute perfect score. Uh, and I one day dream to be where they are. When you talk about your BMX idol and him getting hurt, I had the same exact experience with Etika. Like, you know, he committed suicide a long time ago. Like, even like before he died, like, I was like a big fan of him. Like, he was probably like my number one idol besides people like Jackie Chan and Eddie Guerrero. Because, like, you know, he, like, he just really loved his fans. He loved everyone. And, like, he was just a really smart person. Like, he, like, he would te- teach, like, his viewers, like, his personal experiences. And I've actually applied those in, like, my day to day life. And then when he died, like, it just really hit me. Like, I've had, like, many people die in my life that I was close with. To me, it didn't really feel the same as like when Etika died. Like Etika, like that would just like really hit, like that really hurt. Yeah. Um. So with Scotty Cranmer, um, he it was actually it was twenty twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, where he really really took off with his YouTube channel. Um, because he was an X Games medalist, he just completely blew up. And um, me and my friend, neighborhood friend, his name is Zach, um, we both had bikes, and we would both watch Scotty Cranmer. And I would love seeing him do his amazing tricks and... I, I, they're just insane to me. Um, he was in Vegas, uh, near the strip. Uh, he found a warehouse with the back of the warehouse being like a rideable area. And so they were, they were getting clips in and doing things. And there was a rail on top or on the side of like, like a a sewer drain kind of thing and they used it as a bank so Scotty Cranmer what he did was he jumped up onto the rail next to the bank tail whipped into the bank and rolled off but when he rolled he rolled away there was there were a lot of bushes and it was not very visible so what ended up happening was he picked up his tire thinking, or his front tire thinking he, he could ride through it, but he put down his tire in the middle of it, and there was actually a like small ravine, I guess, there. And so his tire got stuck in the ravine. He went over the bars and landed face first. And going, going. Uh, very fast and landing on your face. He broke his C three, C four, and C five. 
um, which left them temporarily paralyzed, and he still is temporarily paralyzed. He is able to walk and ride a bike now, but he he's not able to control himself like how he used to be. Tragedies like that is like one of the main reasons I want to be big on YouTube because like if I get bigger, then you know I'll get to be like work with my favorite content creators. Like basically, all my idols. Like the ones who are still alive are pretty much close to death. With huge, huge idols and people who inspire others, when they go through tragedies, it's just it. It really is ch- terrible, and it it changes the lives of so many, especially when they're so big, such as Etika or Scotty Cranmer. Etika, for one, I knew he he connected with so many of his viewers, and he made so many people's day just by putting out a video of him being funny and stupid for their entertainment. And to see someone like him um, pass away, it was it was very, very sad for so many people. Um, personally, I, I never really watched Etika because he, he said some colorful language that my parents didn't really like so i never really got to see like i didn't really get to see how he connected with others and i didn't get to connect with him i guess if that makes any sense yeah he would like give like like lectures and stories one of those being like he talked about like building relationships and i was kind of like at the time i was like having relationship trouble and then, like, I just see that highlight is recommended to me. It's almost like it's a message of Etika, a message of, from God. I was like, and that, that really helped me out. And then just seeing him, like, being really, like, just loving all his fans, it's kind of like, kind of want to be like that. I want to be, like, loved by everyone. That's why I kind of want to be big on YouTube. Like, it's like I could just be an idol just like him. Would you guys say that mental health, especially in the creative community, is something that is sometimes overlooked? Definitely. Absolutely. Ah, Yes, definitely. Especially because, like, you see, like, Boogie2988. I mean, basically, like, everyone hates him now. He ruined his career. Like, he was going through, like, a tough time. And then you see someone like Keemstar. Like, Keemstar basically, like, made his day worse. Like, he made a group chat of, like, 50 YouTubers that tried to help him. Boogie didn't take any of their help. That was a time I thought I had like mental health issues. I was just, nah, I'm just overlooking it. It's not too bad. Mental health issues is such a big problem anywhere, really. But in the entertainment world, people convince themselves of who they aren't, and it gets to them. At times, it's just you don't realize what you're doing, and you don't realize how harmful it could be to others. And so it's, it really is such an overlooked problem by so many people. Yeah, what kind of pisses me off is like seeing like the, like you see like girls who just say, I'm depressed just because like they're really sad. Like as someone who's like known people with depression or like known people with like mental health issues, it's kind of like, it's like not it. Cause like everyone just says like depression is just you're sad, but like, I felt depressed before, and it's like way worse than that. Like feeling like emotionless, basically. Like you, you lose enjoyment of like things you love doing. 
So before we wrap things up on a high note, is there anything else you guys want to say, want to mention? Where can people find your Instagram, your YouTube, your Twitch? Uh, I'll, I'll start with just advertising my stuff. Uh, of course, there's Booba Club Podcast. You basically know how to spell that. And then there's my ch- main channel, Cool Kazer. It's cool with a K, K-H-A-I-Z-E-R. And you can follow me on Twitter at KazerCool or Kazer the Creator. I don't recommend you follow my Instagram unless you know me in real life or you know like my mutual friends. Harley, how about you? Anything um, to plug in? I guess. Um, Instagram is at Tortu Phantom. It's just French for Ghost Turtle. Twitch is Ghost Turtle with a zero instead of an O. Well, thank you, uh, Kaiser, and thank you, Harley, for doing this episode. I really appreciate it, and it was good talking to you guys. Thank you for having us. It was actually really fun doing this. Arigato. Already, that means bye, right? No, that means thank, thank you, you in Japanese. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and thank you, the listener, for listening to this episode of the Kruger Dissection. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review to stay up to date with future episodes. You can find my social medias as well as the social medias of today's guest in the podcast description. My name is Edwin, and I will see you guys next time. Deuces. Deuces.